This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello! Uh, Uncle Leo, hello! Uncle Leo, hello! Well, that, that's, the, that's how we've opened every podcast since the start, with the big hello, hello. from all three of us. So oh. I don't, it doesn't seem weird to me to do that, to open the, 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 the <laughs> just a regular run-of-the-mill podcast with the way that we open all of our podcasts. Um, Welcome to the Auntie Donna podcast. Welcome. Uh, now, normally, normally... Uh, our podcast is all about delivering the day's news in accessible 15-minute bites at 7am. But today, we'll be changing things up a little bit. What is that? What was that reference? It's a new like podcast from Schwartz Media, 7am. Oh, okay. I thought you were uh, uh, taking a little stab at the project. Well, no, not no. a stab. No, 7pm. 7am. It's a different podcast. Well, it used to be called the 7 p.m. Project. It was meant to just be a throwaway. We've delved a little deep. It's a great podcast Let's do a for deep Australians. Dive on Have a listen. Um, if you just want to get that, that little nugget of info in the morning about the day's news. And if you want to uh, do a deep dive into the making of one of the biggest films of all time, Star Wars, listen to Inside Star Wars by Wondery, now available where all good podcasts are. I'm listening to it at the moment. And I'm having a really great time. Broden's just going to play some of 7am. From Schwartz Media, I'm Elizabeth Coolass. This is 7am. There you go. I was listening to it this morning. This seems nice. It is. Been dominated by concerns over press freedom. Press yeah. freedom. Boring. No, no, it's great. Sorry, I just got real fucking bored. Well, some people think, some people here think it's kind of cool to stay informed, Mark. <laughs> well, some people are fucking dumb cunts. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, wow, wow, okay, right. okay. Right. wow, wow. Um, I didn't mean that. I, I, no, that was really hurtful, Mark. No, some people are dumb cunts. That's a fact of life. I didn't say that you were one of those people. Oh, you're saying Broden's a dumb cunt? No, no, no. Okay. I'm Tom's, Tom's a dumb cunt. Tom's a dumb cunt. Yeah, Tom is a dumb cunt. <laughs> Tom is one of the dumbest cunts I've ever seen. It's it's hard to look past his dumb cuntery. Um, for anyone, anyone listening to the first to, to their first Auntie Donna podcast, this is a lot of people. This, yeah, yeah, this would be a lot of first people's Auntie Donna podcast. If this is your first podcast, listening to this one. If this is your first podcast, don't listen. Listen to oh yeah, and this is not what other podcasts are like. No, 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 no. Most this podcasts is... are edited. They talk one after the other. They don't I'll challenge you on that. I think. 80 to 90% of podcasts are bad. Most oh, really? of the podcasts. And this is one of them. Because what I, I had a conversation with a friend where I said, um, I don't like podcasts, but I have been listening to this podcast by this company called Wondery. And they're like half hour, they're, uh, you know, non-linear storytelling, really highly produced mm-hmm. with like, you know, um, uh, they recreate scenes between people and they have music. And he said to me, what you've just described are podcasts. And I think you like podcasts because a lot funny. of podcasts are like that. Yeah. I, like, I thought podcasts were just people rambling over three the top of men, each other, talking about comic books Three and men shit. yelling at each other. Yeah. <laughs> and occasionally bringing on a guest that gets a little intimidated. I thought this was podcasts. This isn't no, a podcast. This is, this is not a podcast. Well, that's the thing. If you... Um, Someone said make food and you've never eaten food before, mm. you'd probably make bad food. You uh, had a beard trim. He did. You did. You look great, bro. That looks really nice. You look really nice. Do you go to Thank Namir? You. I just yes. want you to know that I noticed. 
I want you to know that I'm always thinking about you. And I, and I know you've had a haircut, or, but you're wearing a hat. So you can't tell under so the I hat. So that's why I didn't tell immediately. But I saw how well-defined your chin was. And I thought, well, Broden's chin is looking well-defined. Broden's got, this is a fun fact for everyone at home. Broden's got a strong chin under the beard. So mm. he doesn't need the beard. He's doing it for a choice. Unlike me. Un- no, you've got quite a no, strong No, no, I don't have a strong beard at all. I have quite a small... Uh, no, I've got a strong beard. Oh, you whoa, fucking... Whoa, no, 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 all right. I fucked up. <laughs> you got me. Um, I have a strong beard, but I don't have a strong tin- chin. Tin. I'm just trying to get through this sentence. I don't think I have a strong chin because I have big features, like big lips and a big that nose. That doesn't mean you don't have a strong chin. It means you have strong other features and a normal chin. I have normal features and a weak chin. Well, let's agree to disagree. Okay. Because I think you have a marvellous chin. Though. I don't think you've ever I think, seen I think chin. yours is the kind of chin that would inspire a Roald Dahl novel. Zach and the Miraculous Chin. I don't have a good chin. I don't have a good chin and that's okay. That's okay. Last year, I was in a television show where I played a real person. I forget the guy's name. Hamish and Andy. No, that was their show, but the character was a man from... Greg or Bob or something. Mm, John or Tim. Stully. Stuffy. Was it like, yeah, like a bloke. Oh, Stuffer. Stubby. Stunner. Anyway, I I played a real person and that real person didn't have a beard. So I had to go and get my beard removed. Um, yeah, and it was so upsetting. Really, I really hated it. You looked um, wonderful on my mm, TV. No. I watched it at <laughs> you home. I was it, naked. Yeah. Um, I that's just how I watch TV. That had yeah. nothing to do with the fact that you were had shaved for the part, and that I was getting to see you finally. But I, I took a photo of myself without a beard. Um, if you want to see it, tweet Arnie Donna. Say, show me that beard, show Les Broden. Yeah, I can and do I'll, the same. I shaved they, my beard in, in... They made me shave my beard in third year. Well, that, that sounds like they care. They, they made the, you shave your res- head. No, I did that. Oh, I, I did it before they made me do it. Did you shave your head for that no, play? No, I refused. <laughs> the, these boys did a, 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 a rendition, if you will. Would you guys of, like to hear me do some of Much Ado About Nothing? Oh, yeah. Do you have it? Oh, of course. Do I have did. it yeah, I all you, up here, good I boy. You were going to pull up footage from it. <laughs> um, no, I don't know if there's. Uh, Zach and Broden were in a third, their third year production at the University of Ballarat Arts Academy. Much ado about nothing uh, with. Um, Sorry, uh, nothing. No thing. Nothing. 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 Um, it was set in space. It was set in space. And it was about, if you don't know the story of Much Ado About Nothing, uh, it's about uh, the main character, uh, Bernard, uh, what's his name? George Bernard Shaw. George Bernard Shaw, uh, trying to get a threesome. Um, And, uh, well, that was my interpretation of the work. Do you want me to do a speech from it now? I'm going to make everyone listening appreciate Shakespeare. All right? You'll hear it like you've never heard it And that's a tough job for an actor to do, but I believe that you can Can you do do it? Uh, Can you do it? I'm sure this was the joke you were going to go for anyway, but like a British actor doing it in an interview, you know, like when Anthony Hopkins oh, was yeah. like, to be or not to be. Yeah, I'll do it like that. <laughs> that was more of a Ian McKellen. This is, this is the, a scene from Much Ado About Nothing where Benedict, a soldier. Ah, yes. Is this a good podcast? The man, <laughs> well, we'll find out. Yeah. I do, uh, is talking to Claudio 
And for me, Claudio is Sam because Sam was in our acting year level and Sam played the young heartthrob Claudio. Mm. And mm. everyone wanted to fuck Sam. Who was your clone, Sam? Sam's in the room. Mr. Gelsumini. Oh, yes, that's right. Mr. Gelsumini. So this is a... See, now, probably need to explain. Because our cast was too big and probably for some creative reasons, but na- mainly because our cast was too big, um, every... Pretty much every character had a clone. It was set in the future. Creatively, it worked, except for one small factor. That Broden didn't have a clone. Broden didn't have a clone, and, and the woman he was pursuing had a clone. So at the end, when he married two women, I was like, oh, he's just been chasing that threesome. Nice. That's why, sure. to me, Much Ado About Nothing is about a man trying to get a threesome, because it's the only production I've seen. <laughs> You didn't have to study it in grade eight? No, no. I had to study the uh, Kenneth Branagh version in grade eight. Anyway, here's, uh, here's <laughs> act three, scene three, or maybe act two, scene three. Is this a, mo- is this a monologue? <clears throat> Tis good, sir. Sorry, I'm just getting into character. No, that makes sense. That was good. Prithy. And what was great about that was you said, Tis good, sir, which is Shakespearean language, but I understood every word. Yeah. It means it is, Mark. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> I do much wonder that one man, seeing how much another man is a fool when he dedicates his behaviours to love, will, after he hath laughed at such shallow follies in others, become the argument of his own scorn by falling in love. And such a man is Claudio. Do you see? Wow, that was, well, that was beautiful. Did that bring you I'll read back? the rest on our Patreon. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, Rodan will read the rest of the play playing all of the characters, as promised, because on Patreon. When you hear that kind of speech, when you hear that kind of speech, you are taken somewhere else. And I'm going to give that to our patrons. Could you do that speech again? And just as an exercise to show sort of how transcendent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shakespeare is, mm-hmm. because some would argue that Shakespeare invented rap. Um, and so I was wondering if <laughs> yeah. you could maybe do that same speech, but in the style of a rap. Sure, sure. Okay. Like a gangster. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's fair to say that Shakespeare, a white man from England, <laughs> invented rap. All right, great. Okay. Yo. I do much wonder the one man Seeing how much another man is a fool When he dedicates his behaviours to love Well after he hath laughed at such shallow follies And others become the argument of his own scorn By falling in love And such a man is Claudio But yeah um, We love our viewers And we know that we've been getting a lot of Since the Glen Ridge Secondary College series uh, A few younger viewers that's um, right. Who, who have been watching. And, and we want to send positive messages to those people. And I think what they won't realise, a lot of our younger listeners, and that's why I was, hint, 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 why mm-hmm. I was performing Shakespeare, is because we are all trained performers. We all went to the University of Ballarat Arts that's Academy. True. We all learned how to move our bodies. We learned how to use height and speech. We learned how to do the modern plays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're we on learned- the waterfront. Still! But we also learned... That's Cat on a Heart, Tan Ralph. It's not. That's it's not Stella. Yeah, it's not cat on a hot tin roof at all. No, but it's not on the waterfront. Not on the waterfront either. No, it's the other one. 
Stella. And fuck, what is that called? Ah, <laughs> uh, no, you see, Mark, it is not Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Well, I know it's not Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. It's what's its name. <laughs> All right. What's but- Cat on a Hot Tin Roof? Cat on a Hot Tin Roof is... Another play, Tennessee oh, Williams. Oh, hard outside. Hard outside. Marge does the musical. Yeah, Dubois. yeah. That's Stella. That's no, it's Cat in a Hot Tin Roof. Stella no. is. Oh, maybe it is. Stella, Stella, can't you hear me? Yella. Sam, do you know Stella. what it is? Stella. Yes. Streetcar name desire. So, so that was not Cat on a Hot Tin no. Roof either. All no, of that. No. Was, what, yeah. What, what Marge you just, did was. Uh, that's why I got confused because Marge name did desire. Streetcar Named Desire. Yes, that's what I'm saying. What? No, weren't you just saying, no, 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 Marge did Cat on a Hot Tin Roof? Yeah. No, no, I was saying Stella. I'm saying, no, one. what's the one that Marge did? That's Stella. I was trying to think of the name of oh, it. Oh, right. Ah. But look, the bottom line is we're actors. Very good actors. Uh, who know our works, who know plays, uh, and I've know read, where things are from. I've read a play called Shopping and Fucking. That's a real play. That's a play, and it's rude. It's edgy. It's mm, edgy. Mm, People mm. think that theatre is for oldies and boring, but actually, some theatre is edgy. It can you know, cut you like a knife. People think people think theatre, edgy theatre, is for just you know that doesn't exist. You know, yeah, they think yeah. they go to the theatre, it's just old ducks. Yeah. But some plays are for forty-one-year-olds. Read a play by Neil Laboot. Oh man, he is, and edgy. tell me that you don't bleed. The thing about theatre is. Um, when cinema came along, they were like, theatre's dead, but it didn't die. No. Read a play when by t- Brendan Cowell. When television came along, people thought, theatre's dead. Theatre's dead, yeah. but it didn't die. Read a play by Susie Youssef and tell me you're not going to bleed. When YouTube came along, people thought, theatre's dead, but it didn't die. No. Any night of the week, I can go into any city, any major city in the world, mm. and I can see some mediocre, naturalistic theatre for for $120. Because theatre is alive and well. <laughs> now, we're actors. Yes, we are. We are actors. Absolutely. I'm an actor. Tell me my mum's dead. Uh, Broden, your mum's dead. What do you mean? Wow. Tell, now tell Wait, me. Wait, is your... Wait, tell- is your mum dead? No, no, no. You both got me. Mark, tell me, tell me, my mum's dead. Zach, your mum is dead. Oh no, that wasn't as no, no, good. no. Zach, that wasn't as has good. a complicated relationship with his mother. That's what I That's read what into I'm going there. For there. I read into there that he <sighs> doesn't but see a much more. Layered, I love my mum more- in real life. Yeah, She's yeah IRL. Yeah, IRL. I took her, took her out for dumplings. But that was time. layered. That was nuanced. Yeah. It was, it was very, it was very... Tell me weird. again, and I'll just give you a completely different performance. Zach, your mum is dead. Oh, no. Just... I'm losing confidence in Zach. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot, and now I've lost it all as You've well. Because it, it felt very what? similar to the previous. Do you want me to just do something completely different? Yeah, yeah. just do something off the wall. Off do the something wall, completely unexpected. I'll use I want you to words. take it to 100. Okay. Zach, your mum is dead. Uh-oh. <laughs> Good. It was different. different. It was different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, now tell yeah. me, I'm the president. Now tell me my mum's dead. Tell right, me my okay. mum's dead, please. Mark, your mum's dead. Thank you so much. Would you like change with that? <sighs> oh, my goodness. See, this is the thing about Mark. Mark's a writer. So when me mm. and Broden, mm. we got mm. told our mum mm. was dead, we, we went with like, 
um, an emotional. Oh response. yeah, oh sad, obvious. But Mark took it in a different direction in a way an actor never could. I didn't really get it. So in my mind, uh, we were at uh, the shops. We were at a retail shop, like a Kmart. Mm-hmm. Uh, you came up to me. You said my mum's dead. I'm like, you're a stranger. I don't know you. You don't know my mum. You've just bought off me wow. some tracksuit pants. But the script said, what do you mean? I didn't. When, when you're a writer, Broden, you look at a blank page, there is no script. Yeah. I'm not a writer. Word... I'm an actor, dear boy. I know you are. I know. I said, I said, when you're a writer. I said, when you're a writer. Not you, not me. When. This is, sorry, this is just a little bit of, the boys are just having a little bit of an argument. But dear boy, I am a writer of the mind and the body, sir. You, the way you the write. The pen and the paper put something there and it's dead and I make it alive yes, with my breath and without my testicles. but without me, without the pen, without the paper, you have nothing to Uh-oh. bring to life. Theatre starts with the pen, which is mightier than the sword. Uh, Wait, the sorry, sword is everyone. in my hand on the stage. It's fighting Leonidas. Ah, but without the writer, your sword is but just the handle. You don't have the blade to cut through. Ah, but without the actor, dear Parch boy, where does the story be told? Ah. Where are your... I am your mouth from which you speak. Ah, but what is the, the mouth ah. without the heart? And the heart is the... Beating life of the writer. Well, I guess I can't live without you. And I can't live without you. <laughs> well, maybe together we, we are theatre. Ah, oh, you guys are lame <laughs> But we thought we'd put on a play today for our younger audience. Yeah, um, it's about something close to our heart. It's about love. <laughs> It is no, because it is about love. On the surface, it might not seem about love. It's about sex. Um, it's it's a play we wrote. <laughs> it's about violence. Well, there's violent elements in it. It's about passion. It's about a clash of cultures. Well, it's I, about young. It's about car accident. It's, it's about, about car accident. Religion. I think you're, an entrenched family dynamic. I think you're thinking of oranges and sunshine. It's about the fair city of Verona. <laughs> yeah. Oh right. It's okay. about. It's about <laughs> yeah, Baz Luhrmann, Romeo and Juliet, Catherine Martin going to hundred percent on every facet of the art design. It's about. I'm talking about, I'm talking about 1996's Romeo and Juliet. I thought you were talking about uh, Ralph Fiennes' Coriolanus. I've not seen that. I have, <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen that movie. I saw the ad. It's got the guy from 300 in it, doesn't it? Yeah. Leonidas. Yeah. Coriolanus. Yeah. Leonidas is in Coriolanus. <laughs> That's pretty sick. But anyway. I only saw the ad. This is a play that we've presented for you today. You haven't seen Coriolanus? No, I haven't seen Coriolanus. I've only seen the ad, but I'll tell you what I have seen. I've seen John Wick 2. Yeah. And you haven't seen Parabellum? John Wick 3? No, I haven't yet. I haven't seen, I haven't seen no, it. No, it was going to go I last s- night, but I watched guys, a different movie. Shakespeare, Shakespeare, Shakespeare. I know, I know, I know, I know. But can we just talk about... John Wick that, Parabellum. Can we just talk about the cutest as heck heckle ever? That Keanu Reeves got at his presentation E3 for Cyberpunk No, we're putting on a fucking play, man. We can put it on next week. <laughs> no, no, let's put on the play. No, I want to hear about the play. Can I just hear about this heckle? And then we'll put on the play. 
He just said, walking around the world in Cyberpunk 20, 2077, and I said 277 before, and I apologize, 2077 is breathtaking. Mark, sorry, and then, Mark. Can wait, I just, I'm before, just before about you, to get to the heckle. But before you do, can I just tell you, I put a lot on the line here. I put my friendship with Broden on the line to defend I know, man, you I right know, now. I know. Broden's going to be really mad unless this is the best anecdote ever. It was an adorable heckle that happened at E3, the E3 presentation for oh, Cyberpunk no, what have 2077. I done? Right. Well, I've heard it. I know what he says, so... Where Do you know that? what he says, no. Zach? I've yeah, they're not telling you that in Schwifty, are they? No, they're not. What's Schwifty? The news Schwartz. Seven AM. I call yeah. it Schwifty. I call it Schwifty because they're they're you like Rick and Morty? No, because they're lying to you. They're they're being all shifty. Mark, sorry, Mark is notoriously right wing, and he doesn't like the fact that Schwartz media leans to the left. <laughs> you goddamn right, I am. <laughs> anyway. John wicks up on the stage. Yeah. He goes, this is going to be breathtaking. Okay, Walking be through this world is breathtaking. And this then some nerd yells out, you're breathtaking. That's fucking lame. No. And then John wick goes, you're breathtaking. You're all breathtaking. And everyone shared a really beautiful moment at E3. All right, Broden, I owe you an apology. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I let this fuckhead waste our time with his lame-ass story about lame-ass nerds at their computer game party. And Mark, if you ever think about wasting my time again, let me tell you there will be hell to pay, not just from me, not just from Broden, but from Tom as well, who has to sit through this and edit all of your asinine bullshit. Our play begins with three best friends. Mark, I'm sorry. Broden, I love you. I love you. I know you're sorry. I know you didn't mean that. I know it's the liquor getting to you. You came in this morning. Lick it up. I saw, I saw you go into the toilet with a cup of coffee and pull out your hip flask. I understand what you're going Zach through right now. He's not drinking alcohol or coffee at the moment. So he says. So, so in I other words, say, he's boring, darling. <laughs> P.U. Don't invite him to I, the uh, party. I, We're going to do a regular snooze first. I, um, I am. <laughs> darling, you're boring. Get a shot of espresso and a drive with some vermouth in you. <laughs> I'm on a health kick, but last night I got a chock top. <laughs> so you did go to the movies last yeah, night. What did you say? I saw a South Korean film called Burning. Darling, you're the most boring dinner guest I've ever had. It was, you haven't um, even seen John Wick 3. It was, it was a slow burn, but let me tell you, that last hour took even me by surprise. <laughs> Darling, you're making the mutton look like a like 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 the Bolshoi ballet with you is so boring boys i got to be honest i did come in here drunk and that's inappropriate that's unprofessional um but oh I've been God. dealing with a lot of pain. Did you, did you have a rum and raisin choc top oh god i had a rum rum and raisin choc top Zach's drunk. He's off his mind. He's off his knucker. And I put, I put, I had my little flask. And when I had my morning coffee, I put a, I put a little bit of my, of my. I make the spirit myself in my bathtub. Well, you make a moonshine. I'm making moonshine. <laughs> when you step on stage, you have to be in your mind. You can't be drunk. A lot he's of drunk of, off he's his head. Drunk out of his head. A lot of people think they say to us, Auntie Donna, how do you come up with your wicked, wild, absurdist ideas? You must be doing some you, sort of Molly. Weed. Dangerous to step on the and stage drunk. You, you can't do Molly and write commie. 
You can't write communi- communist <laughs> manifesto. We need someone to play. Wake up, Zach. Wake up. Oh, wake up. Wake up. I'm Get asleep. a cup of coffee into him. That'll perk him up. Oh, no. It's full of cooking sherry. <laughs> Zach. Yes. Zach's asleep. We need someone else to perform the role. Hmm. Tom, will you perform the role of Zach in this play? Sure. You got. I got to talk into the mic. We got about two minutes. Let's do this. Oh. Aren't we cutting like ten minutes? Yeah. That's oh, Zach, you're awake. Hey, boys. Well, because here's the issue, right? It was a great setup. The idea of Tom playing me. Then I wouldn't. Oh, I could go do something else. No, right. stay. No, you can play many other. Ca- you could play the car. It, this is All right, no, I'll play someone else. Driving. You uh, could just play I'll play the director. All right, I'm yeah. asleep. G'day, boys. It's me, the director. Hello, director. We... Director, are you drunk? I'm pissed out of my mind. Oh, no, you've had a rum and raisin <laughs> chock top. I'll tell, tell you what, I've been drinking cooking sherry. No, and uh, canola oil. Mm, yep. Which, I don't even know why you're drinking canola oil. So, so this is a play to appeal to the youth. We're going to be going out to schools. Tom, you'll be playing the part of Zach. Broden, you'll be playing the part of... Broden yep. and Mark, mm. you'll be playing the part of fuckhead. The lead. The lead? Who's yeah. the lead? Hang on, what? The lead is fuckhead. It's called the fuckhead um, Christmas special. The, so well, Here's the issue, right? Fuckhead has the most lines, but I would consider Zach the lead. He's drunk. So Tom's playing the lead of Zach. Yeah. yeah that's a bad idea. That's well, about idea? Yeah. That's a bad idea. Right. Lesson number one of acting. Diction. Articulation. Diction. Boys, if you want to put this play on by next Monday, you've got to be, you've got to be better than this. Okay. All right. And scene one, let's do a read through. (sighs) Uh, Who wants to read the big print? I will. (laughs) A boy enters... An empty classroom. He sighs to himself and looks at the blackboard. (sighs) Speaking to himself, he performs a monologue that he has prepared. Well, that's... Are you, uh, would you, would you like a, to read it? Just, is it a monologue? Or it? He, he, he's an actor. The it's child is an actor. It's, he's yeah. practicing for the drama, the drama uh, scene okay. in the The whole play's not just the a whole monologue. Not just the no. monologue. No. no. I wish it were, I wish it were, be gone once again through all the flourishes of evil. There are ten... What? Say something. No, if you're going to say something, say something. I was going to just read some more big print. But there's more, I just misread it. I'm sorry, no, no, you... No, Keep read going. It. Twas but night when I saw her standing there. The big bully, Zach, enters. That was a monologue? Yeah, yeah well, I mean, he's I'm practicing in the, the monologue. monologue. He doesn't, he's oh, only okay. halfway there. Right. Have you read the script, Broden? I don't read the script first, dear boy. I let it bounce off the page through me the first time I, I read it. told you to read the script last night. I'm sorry. Jon Snow does that too. Do you mean Kit Harrington? Yeah, Kit. He does that. <coughs> he doesn't read the script? No, nah, he waits for the read through. Oh, right. cute. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, that's so why the... he had a sook at the last reading. Correct. Yeah. Did he have a sook? Yeah, he had a little sook. <laughs> 
<laughs> Zach the bully enters. <laughs> Fuck you, Mark. Mark is sad. This is a school play. So he yeah, goes... Why is there... Why, this needs a rewrite. Well, we're going to talk to the writer, Mark, about that. Hello. Hello, Mark. Hi. I thought it important to you show... You just said well, this needs a rewrite. <laughs> yeah, I know. How do you think a writer gets paid? Not through the initial writing, but through the rewrites, Rewrites, my, my dear boy. So what I do is, is I plant <laughs> things in there that I know are going to get watered down. But it gives me a chance to sort of be rehired and, and kind of make what you would what you commoners call overtime. Oh. In the biz we call it rewriting. Alright, well let's just read this then. Um no, we can change that line though. Maybe it's more of yeah. a of a hey you nerd with hey, your you theater fucking and nerd your, with no, your fucking no, theater. No, read the words as they are written. You wouldn't do it to Shakespeare. <laughs> You wouldn't change the words of Shakespeare, nor should you change the words of Bonanno. So let that be a lesson to you, young thespian. Hey, you theatre nerd. The boy, sad and dejected, goes to the counsellor's office. Mr. Counsellor, Mr. Counsellor. What? Uh, What is it? I was working on my time machine. Ah, come look at it, young boy. I'm so proud of it. Wow, Doc. This is the most incredible time machine I've ever seen. And you've built it into the into the ass of a pig. I have. The counsellor is a weary old man and looks exactly like that cunt from Back to the Future. Marty, <laughs> listen to me, Marty. I've built a time machine in a DeLorean. I'm a scratched out pig ass. You want to come back to the future? I do want to come back to the future. I need to go and prove to this bully that I'm no nerd. And also, I wouldn't mind getting inside the asshole of a pig. It's but, on my bucket list. Cool, man. But first, want to do some snuff? Yeah, well, you got snuff? I got snuff right here. Oh, yeah, let's do some snuff. Let's sit out by the cherry tree and per- perchance partake in some snuff. Uh, the counsellor sets up the camp the camera and kills Mark in front of the camera. (laughs) Ah, that was a trick, Mark. I was a trick of, I was luring you with snuff. To make a snuff film. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is this Big Prince? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Snuff is is, uh, like snorting to This is a true story now. Is once I was reading a play written by a guy that I was going to perform, and halfway through the big print, which is you know the direction yeah. in the script, he goes, "This happens." Is that what you mean, Peter? <laughs> the writer just put a question to a different to a man in his in his script. I remember that. I what what that. play was that? No, I don't want to. Say. Yeah, he does keep it vague. So is that, that, is that what you mean, Peter? Oh. Right. That was for the dramaturg, I believe. And you were in the play too. I was also in the play. I didn't learn a single word of that play. I wasn't in the play. <laughs> Sam was in the play. Oh, I think I know what play. I'm not going to say what play. Scene... I'll say hey if you say that play. <laughs> Scene two. <laughs> Exterior. Night. The future. Beep, the... Boop, 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 beep. There are some beepy boopy sounds coming from a robot. Mark, um, we don't, haven't cast the robot yet. Would you mind playing the robot? I can feel into the robot for the moment. Yeah, now. I know how to read for him. I mean, I wrote him. Yeah. Um, uh, the counsellor approaches the robot. 
He is interested in a suck job. Hey, robot. I'm interested in a suck job. I am a robot. I give suck jobs. I am a robot. Let me suck you off. Well, all I've got is... All I've got is this here. That is he your doodle. He hands him his doodle. <laughs> wow, what a thick dick. You have such a beautiful dick. I will now suck your dick. <laughs> Scene three. This is a kid's play, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Interior, day, the counsellor's office. Two policemen stand above the dead boy. And see the camera and realise this is part of the snuff film thing that's happening. <laughs> the two policemen talk to each other. <laughs> two two of you guys be- talk to each other? We have a Why cast- is that written in the big I thought print? Said Zach was the lead. Yeah, he comes back to life, doesn't he? He's not dead! Yeah, Tom's just been sitting here waiting for his lines. Oh, sorry, yeah. Well, Who wrote come this in. shit? <laughs> you did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, could, could someone pick up for me and play the policeman until I cast it? Yeah, uh, I can do it. I know how to read it. I wrote it. You want to play one yeah. of the policemen? Do you want to play one of the policemen, Broden? All right. And then, and then go for a little bit. Zach's coming in soon. So. Right. Hey, John, what is going on with this dead body? I don't know, Larry, but something looks amiss to me. I am a robot. I give suck jobs. <laughs> I didn't know that, Larry. I thought the, you were just a cop. Larry, the policeman, is an earlier version of the suck job robot <laughs> from the future. We see in him the potential of what the suck job robot will one day become. But he is rudimentary, rusty, not quite put together right. Not just physically, but emotionally too. I hate my mum. Zach enters. He's got his dick out. <laughs> hey, my dick's out. The police what are officers. You popo's doing? The police officers t- pull out their guns. Freeze. Freeze. Oh no! Don't shoot me, please. Okay. That's fine. All right. <laughs> Just put your hands up. These are replicas anyway. They're not real guns. Good. Good. Bang. Oh no! We shot you. Oh no! I'm that in was so a, much pain. We lied to lure you in further into the room because we're not a very good shot, so we just needed you to be a bit closer. Scene four, <laughs> exterior night, the future. Ah, that was a good suck job. <laughs> <laughs> I am full of cum now. Now I can become a man. The robot transforms into a man, but because this is theatre, he does it through dance. Ooh, la, 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 la. I've watched Dirty Dancing ten times. I've I've been to camp. Just go pause the script. For yeah, for sure, man. It's the worst script I've ever read. Well, no, it goes somewhere really interesting. I've read ahead. I I, I know where it goes. And it's really interesting. Are you sure about that, man? Because for me, it's just a lot more robot suck jobs. That was my impression of the script. Yes, but it be, the suck jobs start to symbolise America's, you know, struggling, how they used to be a superpower mm. and, and now no longer really are the, 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 you know, the President of the United States isn't the leader of the free world anymore. 
Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, I'm bored in then. Sure. Cool. Well, the American dream is dead is really the, the message of the play. Okay. All right. But how do you know that? You're regular Australian. Or, yeah, you're an Australian. Guys, I have something to uh, confess to you. Uh-oh. I wrote this play. Yeah, we know that. You oh. should be saying that. Oh, have we? Yeah. yeah. Oh. We had a whole argument. I, was, oh, I, I, was, I came into this and I was like, I'm not going to tell them. You said it. You said and then uh, and then I was going to reveal it when the time was right. Yeah, we talked about it at length. You offered rewrites. Um, we can stop reading the play if you want. Well, there's only one more scene. We may as well just finish it off. Let's just read the final scene. Okay, and then we'll brings put it all this together. To bed. <laughs> brings it all together. Yeah. Okay, ties the two separate storylines. And this is for kids to tour around the school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Teach them about America's. America the superpower The death of the American dream Yeah, yeah And a lot of the ways the acts very clearly uh, reflect the, the X-Men films You shouldn't tell me, you should show me yeah. Just in the sense that this last if scene we're not is seeing the Dark that, Phoenix Oh, don't tell me that, show me that Okay, here we go It's on the, you can just read ahead, it's on the paper But your writing should show me It is Scene it's, five The words are there Why are you telling me? Uh-oh I'm just telling you to read what is in front of you that I can show you You shouldn't have to Yeah, that's fair. Scene five. The stage is now split in two. One half is the future, with the counsellor receiving another suck job from a different sex robot. (laughs) The other half of the stage is the police officers trying to bury the body of Zach. They're scenes entwined, I think. You go really lazy with the big print here. Wow. <laughs> Being a boy, I feel like a regular Pinocchio. Sure. Hey, can you see that over there? I see the past. I see a rudimentary version of myself just there and then a different sex robot giving a blowjob to someone I don't know. Quick. Who are you again in the future? I am a counsellor. <laughs> Who has? Sorry, I'm the director coming in here. He, he well, makes this is a, this is, why are you buttoning in? This is all written. Okay, yeah. Just to be clear, the counsellor <laughs> does make snuff films. He's the one the cops are trying to get. Okay. Oh, no, the cops are there. That's where I killed that boy for no reason. Oh, fuckhead. I know him. I lived him's life. No, I'm him. You're the boy? No, oh, you know him. I know the boy. Sorry. Yeah. The end. (laughs) (laughs) Mark, I I doubted you at first. Well, you know, you don't win a Pulitzer for nothing. (laughs) That that was beautiful. Beautiful Wow That's going to change some kids' lives And you know what? If I tour around to 20 schools And there's one kid in every audience Mm. I'll have made a difference And the great thing for this kind of show You don't really need a set All you need is like some heavy metal poles I used to need a big fucking pole that barely fits in your car And sort of just like a a tarpaulin that hasn't been ironed A CD player that's all you need to put on a show. And a power socket. Like and it. a power socket. You do need a power socket. So If you have a table and chairs at the school, we can just use them. Yeah, that's fine. We don't need to bring our own tables and, and chairs. But let us know in advance. <laughs> let us know in advance if there's not a table and chairs because we well, can bring our own. 
got to say, guys, um, it was really powerful. I can't wait to direct that, dig into it. Maybe we'll rewrite it, perform it uh, next week hmm. uh, in, its, in its full state. I, I sincerely doubt that, but yeah. <laughs> okay. um, Tom, thank you so much for your work. You are absolutely fantastic <laughs> as the lead of the play. Thanks. Zach, uh, uh, Zach's still unconscious from alcohols. <laughs> now, boys... Uh, My favourite bit of that was when it ended with just a miscommunication. <laughs> It's oh, real, sorry. isn't it? <laughs> it's real. It's it, it reflects real life in that way because sometimes life just ends like, you know, like like a snap, like a click, and that's what I wanted to do with this play. Was you just I wanted, seen Endgame? I'd just seen Endgame, and when Tony Stark clicked, I went, "That's an interest." If the if the play ended there, the play of Endgame. Because they call it a play. Do you know why they call it a play? They don't. They call it a movie. <laughs> well, that's what Kevin Feige wants you to believe. But they call it a play because actors are players. Who have you been speaking to? <laughs> I've been, to- been talking to Kevin James. From Doug and Carrie from yes. King of Queens. From King of Queens. Um, he's a great friend of mine. Paul Bart. Blart? Hmm. Small cop. Yes. And he's a playwright. He wrote Endgame. So um, I just want to thank, just to wrap up the podcast, I just want to thank um, our super patrons, our super best friends on our Patreon. Do we have to do that now? No, yeah, I just, I just want to thank them. Uh, I just want to thank them uh, for all of their support. So thank you to Robert Menzies. Thank you, Harold Holt. <laughs> Thank you, John Gorton, William McMahon, Billy Sneddon, Malcolm Fraser, John Hewson, Alexander Downer, John Howard, Brendan Nelson, Malcolm Turnbull, Tony Abbott, and Scott Morrison. Thank you so oh, much. Me, forgot one. Sorry, that sounded to me like all of the leaders from the Liberal Party <laughs> from strange. about 1940 onwards. Is that uh, right? Um, well, look, I don't know. I'm just reading the names that Patreon brings up. Um, it sounds like the leaders of the Liberal Party. If our super years. best friends are the le- <laughs> leaders of the Australian Liberal Party, then that's that's on them. Um, but thank you so much. Those people are dead. <laughs> A lot of them are dead. <laughs> well, it's, it's really interesting. Thank you so much, guys. Um, <laughs> And thank you, thank you again uh, to John Hewson for your uh, podcast idea. <laughs> we'll be uploading that to the Patreon soon. John Hewson, yeah, yeah, he came up with that wacky podcast we did the other week. <laughs> okay, if you do want to support us on Patreon, you can. Uh, there's a website somewhere. I don't know what the address is. Figure it out for yourself. Fucking start thinking for yourself. <laughs> Start fucking thinking for yourself, for God's sakes. I'm going to fucking body coddle you, fucking give you handouts. You want to fucking support us on Patreon? Look it up on Google, you absolute piece of shit. What the fuck do you want from me? All the fucking answers? I'm not your fucking tutor, all right? I don't work at Kumon. Go get yourself a fucking computer and sort your own shit out, you fucking insane bastards. Jesus, I'm fucking done with this shit. I swear to God. You're a podcast about Kumon. (laughs) 
I think today's podcast went well. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a roller coaster. <laughs> there's ups, there's some downs, but there's enough to justify it going out. <laughs> Nothing of it. You know, it's 52 of these a year. You know, they can't all be just surefire hits, you know. I think got somewhere. When that robot started sucking that guy's dick, I was like, no, we got somewhere. This is going up. You want quality, you want the high-end content, you go to our YouTube, you go to our IGTV. This is about a deep dive. Yeah, some days you're going to have Craig Mazin tweeting you, and some weeks you're going to have a robot <laughs> suck it off a guy in the future. And that's just the way this cookie crumbles. There's ten minutes that we cut because it was no good. We were doing this podcast. We got twenty minutes in. There were ten minutes and we're like, nah, no good. Go back, start again. That's what you don't know. This is the cream. This, this is, is the cream. This is the cream. And no one's ever gonna hear that ten minutes. Maybe not. I don't know. Unless you want to. Uh, and then we'll put that up. We'll put that we'll up. We'll put it up. We're gonna give a shit. We'll put it on our Patreon. Anyway. Uh, this has been the Arnie Donham. No. Uh. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's, it's up to you.